This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. And what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Lindsay. (laughs) Thanks, Andy. So, guys, Apple announced today that the iPhone 15 event is going to be taking place soon on September 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, They sent out an invite to everybody, and they've named the event Wanderlust. I don't know why they named it Wanderlust, but apparently Hmm. they name all these events something whimsical. Uh, They will likely stream the iPhone 15 showcase on their website and YouTube channel. And one of the biggest changes coming to this year's iPhone lineup is the addition of the USB-C. So no more lightning ports. You're going to be able to charge your phone instead of lightning at the USB-C, which I feel like that's like, why didn't they do that a long time ago? I mean, okay. You know, like that's again, how many more changes are we going to go through with various charging components over the years? You know, how is it? Lindsay, are you a frequent phone updater as far as hardware is concerned yes how many changes from chargers have you been through in the last 10 years um i think just twice just Just, twice i I mean if you want to go all the way back to like that 24 pin one or whatever it's been a lightning for a while but with the USB-C, that's supposed to be there's actually many countries that have made that the law where it has to be standard what is the USB-C? it's Um, uh it's like a Hold on, I have one here somewhere. You probably have it in any non-Apple device. It's this. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's that one. Um, Okay, this is a good, I mean, this is a net win, I presume. Like I said, I'm not the kind of a person that updates my phone hardware that regularly to the point that I'm like tuning into Apple every, to be honest, every single time Apple has an event, I feel like, didn't they just have one three months ago? But I guess they're only once a year. Is that right? Lindsay, or do they do this? Well, the phones—they've been coming out with the phones once a year for a while now. So, yeah, because the last I—I always get a new phone when they come out because I always want the newest camera. Mm. And Mm. it's been just about a year. Yeah, they usually come out every September. Okay. Yeah, I feel like every time these come up, I'm like, oh right. Wait, we're on 15. Yep. Is that is that a big number to you? Well, I'm on 10. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. I'm on X. There's actually like 18 of them too because if you count like the SE and then there's the XR and. Something yeah. else. Yeah, I got iPhone. Yeah, the X. This is not a knock on Apple. I'm just not that kind of a person. I don't need a new phone that often. I can understand if you're taking a lot of pictures or if you're into photography, why you would want to update that. AK, do you tune in to Apple streaming shows? Not shows, presentations regularly. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. There not was a time when these were big newsmakers. Ma- oh, I was absolutely. Mason. Mason was the guy getting in line. Yeah. I mean,. You just mentioned like the the camera and the phone. Like to me, like if you're that into photography, get like a camera. <laughs> well, actually, a lot of the newer phones take better pictures yeah, than a really lot of cameras. A camera yeah, yeah. Like my my digital camera, that's like a twenty five hundred dollar camera. Like I have better megapixels on my phone. Yeah, I think what but, but I imagine you have better control over the camera. Yes, you yeah, do. but nowadays, like there's all kinds of apps and like attachments where. 
you can really, really take some awesome photos with an iPhone. Okay, you can. I'm going to be get off my lawn guy. No, no, no. Go on. I feel on, like yeah. there's an element where you're losing the skill of photography you, when the apps do everything like, for you. Yeah, you sound like my photographer sister-in-law. Well, yeah, okay. So my brother's a photographer. He's younger than I am. He's in college literally for photography. He's sleeping on my couch right now. We've been going around LA. He's been taking either his camera or his phone. He's young enough where he understands the difference. He's not quite at that level where he's like, if you're not using your camera, then you don't know what you're doing. But to him, it's a simple matter of physical. Like, if you don't have the space or place to keep or take a camera, you just use the phone. My thing is- That's really all it is. It's a matter of convenience. I got a really nice camera for the kids' sports. I don't ever use that damn thing because- it's the convenience of carrying the damn camera. Right. And then you take the pictures and you're like, okay, I got to go connect it to my computer. I got to go do this. I got to go edit that. Where if it's already on my phone, I just like it on my phone. I'm like, boom. Yeah. Okay, this is how, though, lazy we've all gotten. Like the <laughs> idea of then I have to connect it to my phone. It wasn't that long ago where we're like, oh my God, all you have to do is connect the, the Look, f- Kelly camera. Stafford, all right? <laughs> all you have to do is connect the camera to your computer and they're downloaded. It's no, not all, not all that and time. You don't even have to connect sometimes it. You, you gotta air- get the app. Sometimes you got to go through nah, that. You, you can edit. airdrop it these days, Beth, though. I mean, come no, on. No, but I'll say for your phone, for your computer, for your camera, and then to get to the phone. The cameras have the, the Wi-Fi now, too. Yeah, the but then sometimes it doesn't connect right. Sometimes this and that, where you take it with your phone, and you're like, damn, it's already there, and boom, Instagram, it's, Instagram it's, right away. It's an interesting discussion, because I do feel, Lindsay, I believe you, but I feel like there's a lot of people that use that camera excuse just as a reason to constantly be updating phones. Right. But I cannot imagine, and this is not about cameras versus point and clicks. It's about the fact that between the 12 and the, let's say the 15, how much, I mean, like, what have been the, I know the three-eyed thing came out, what, three years ago? When the three lenses thing came out, mm-hmm. and I know that the portrait there's mode. There's three lenses? Oh, there's the a phone, big yeah. difference, especially in, like, the front-facing <laughs> cameras. The front-facing cameras, yes. For, right, like, which Zoom is, and stuff like that. Right, the creators of the world, the content yeah. creators of the world, a lot of things have been made in their stead. Yes. Which I appreciate for certain, yeah. but that's what it is. I don't necessarily know that it's, like, the... Uh, you know, the sanctity of photography that's at stake here. It's about whether or not you can get a good enough product at a easy enough yeah. effort well, look, Let's be honest. At some point, this is going to be photography. You think so? Yeah. Oh, in- It's starting to be, for sure. Oh, like, there's so As Danielle many- says, I update my phone when it stops working. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm going to go on Friday and get a new phone. So I can get a 15 this week? Um, The 12th of September. Well, well, can I get a 14 this week? You could, yeah, you could get a fourteen tomorrow. Perfect. That's just that's when they'll style. start to go on sale. Now that they've announced one of the fifteen, I never out. buy anything new. There you go. So I'll go get that okay. right there. That's, you know that's... what? I used to be the person that needed the new, new, new phone or whatever. But then I have a twelve, and it's barely starting to like come down and like. Man, you get older, to... and you realize this I'm like, I don't really need to important. spend two. Two G's on a phone anymore. No, like, then you I start would, buying clothes at Costco. I would it's get. Nah, nah, I would get a new phone if I would get a new phone every year if I could do things like customize exactly what I want it to do to the to the needs that I, like I would all my phones would be smaller. That's number one. People, these big phone trends have become a disaster. I cannot keep something that large in my pocket or anywhere on my person for that long. Make them smaller, please. That's all I ask. Okay. I miss flip phones. Do you? They still make them. They do make them. So. Was that? Did you want to you share that story? I feel like I read a story about how the only problem with flip phones is that they were made at the exact wrong time, which is that they didn't have touchscreens, and the next yeah. the next technology 
eliminated them so thoroughly from the business mm. that like it was hard to realize how good and how useful flip phones actually were. Very few things felt as good as hanging up a call Bro. with a flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That, especially that if you were mad. Yes, that you was can a, never butt dial on a flip phone. <laughs> it was right. Exactly. It was a legit user experience to be like yeah. it's closing like, oh, the phone. Oh, where's he at now? You know? Oh, okay. He says that word. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. bye, Laura. Mm. Mm. No, you know, it's funny because- Snapping that phone my- shut was awesome. <laughs> Yes. See you, Beto. My, Have fun at Dodger Stadium. My boyfriend was talking about this. He's like, if You're cussing. Apple, what are you doing? Beto, get out of here. Did you just cuss? Yes. Yeah, he did. You might, might need to dump that. Anyway. <sighs> Beto's ruining the show. One step, one segment at a time. Go on. So Sorry. what I was saying was, don't cuss again because I just dumped. So what I was saying is that my boyfriend wants a flip phone, but because it's not an Apple product, he's like, I know Androids are better, but the integration system with yep. Apple is so great it's true. that I won't flip over to a flip phone. And he's I, like, but I want one. I would take an iPhone version of a flip phone in a second. Oh, in, in a, a second. Heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like, it would be fantastic. I would love that, but probably not going to happen. If you could create some type of flip phone where the screen, I guess, would be the whole surface of the They have computer. those. They do have them. They have those. Yeah. They really do? Samsung yes. has one of those. Yes, yeah, But it's like a it. square that goes to a rectangle. No, but I mean, like, basically just create- I'm not trying an, to break. That's what it is. It's like an iPhone and it-, it Yeah, it's it like, create an iPhone. I'm saying iPhone. Create oh, yeah, a yeah, they won't phone they won't and that. I'll buy it for you. I, I, I'll buy I, it. I, I would buy that. Yeah, I would definitely I would, buy if that. It's an, and I hate to admit that because I was I was a BlackBerry girl. And once BlackBerry oh, went to like b- bust and I tried the Android, I was like, yeah, I can't do this. So I went to iPhone. I remember my first iPhone was a 4S. So it was that long ago, right? That's and I a was long like, time yeah, ago. it was like 2012. I was like, I need an iPhone because the BlackBerry's done. But now pe- my brother's. You know, they're like, uh, Androids are better, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't like people with the green bubble, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. a disaster. Green bubbles yeah. are yes, a total, yeah. total S show in, co- mm-hmm. in general. Oh, we, I have like a- Alan one... Sliwa. Yeah. Correct. No, <laughs> I have friends that are outside of text chains oh. purely because of the green bubble. <laughs> well, who was that? Well, who was that? Didn't somebody who played for the Lakers say I had to get a whole other phone just because they couldn't- a, yeah. a Matthew's, maybe, maybe that's Matthew Stafford's okay, issue. I am looking maybe re- he's got green bubbles. Ooh, Had bruh. we considered this Level possibility, up. Level an up, ESPN Matthew. 710 investigation, mm-hmm. do we know whether or not he has an iPhone? Okay. That could be a factor. I'm looking right now at this Samsung flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> this looks awesome. Do you like it? It doesn't have a little, it's not a little weird to you? It is weird to me, but I love the idea of being able to flip it shut. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, anyway, thank you. Is that all we needed to know? Yeah, for now. Appreciate that. That was very good. Um, You know what I do want to do, though? Speaking of photography skills, I've never done this, but every time I go to the Apple store, which, by the way, is just a glorified Circuit City, let's be honest, okay? It's not, it's not like you're getting anything better in there than you would otherwise. I want to take one of the classes at the one in Santa Monica, which is the closest one to my house. Oh, they like- Game changer. They like teach, you know, like not all, not all the classes do this, but that one has like a very specific deal where like people come- They'll hang out in there. You'll go for a walk for an hour, and some person will teach you all the stuff that you can do to get better. Have you ever done one of these? Is I it, have. Are you the one of you familiar with this? I have. I've I, seen them when they they have them on launch day when you go to like the people that go to pick up their phone like or sure. launch weekends, and they often will have like footage of that stuff going on, which I didn't realize until last year's like the first year I went and picked up a new phone on launch day. And there's so like they they show off all the features and stuff. There's so many crazy tricks. It's unbelievable that like you never realize you could do that do make your pictures look like professional photography. It's crazy. I need to do that because they have those like once a week at the one yeah. in yeah. Santa Monica. Like it's not a special event at all. Well, your brother clearly needs to. Do yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. it actually. 
could help him out with his career. <laughs> that's, that's actually very true. I should, I should probably do it with him at that moment. They have a few, like, different things if you want to learn, you know, depending if you want to do it on your phone, on your laptop, or your iPad, whatever. And I've done some stuff for the iPad because I have an iPad and I don't use it. Okay. But it was a gift. Right. So I'm like, I might as well put it to use besides putting, you know, some type of playlist on there. And I liked going to the one in Pasadena. And then now, like, the one in downtown, I love That's that That's a nice store. one. Have you been yeah. to that one? The one downtown? Yeah. No. That was oh. right near my old bar. I, I live, so nice. I live near the Grove. So. Okay. Is there one uh, at the Grove? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, bet you they have a ton of cl- I bet you they have a ton of classes yeah. there. You should yeah. check that out. It's huge. I would love to do that. The one at the Grove is like a space station. It, it's so big. Yeah. And it looks, is big. Like, it looks like something out of the future. Really? I need to get like there. Like from a sci-fi. I'm not some huge Apple guy, but I do what? like cool. I do like. I mean, what I'm saying is that like I don't pray at the altar of Apple, but no, I, I do like. That. I do like the way their buildings look. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, the one here in downtown reminds me a lot of the one in New York. Uh, which one in New York? Uh, was it the one in, inside the Grand Central? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, the one with like where it looks like a like a like a laptop from the top. If you see it's from a plane. So yeah. No, that's that's how like a lot. Did that's you know all. that? Fair amount of them are designed for that exact purpose. Well, here's the thing about. I mean, we've been talking about this with everything Apple. They do presentation so well. They nail that. Yeah. yeah. Like because there are a lot of people who feel like the Samsungs or whatever are. They better, are better. They are but, better. Hundred percent. But. It's so much easier to get hooked what on is everything. Better, Apple. What does better mean? What does better actually mean in that situation? I don't know. Are we are we also using IBM computers? Like I mean, like come on. Like I feel like again, these are all slight cop outs for people who were sort of, I don't want to say generalized oppositionists. You know what I'm saying? But like. Who? What person walking around on the day to day is getting whatever the advantage is out of green bubbles? I promise you, Sliwa has no idea what any of the advantages are. <laughs> but he got sold real quick, you know, real quick into that green bubble life. I can't deal with it, man. No. I would not, and I also couldn't be that person on some level. I wouldn't want to be all out there on the outside like that. Anyway, um, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna ask my barber to come to my house. Are you? Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. But we're gonna do. The massage room is what we're going to do. Like, you know, a, a public room in the private space that is not inside of my actual apartment. Okay. that's I think that's what going to be is the, uh, what's the word, medium. Well, you're maintaining some level of distance. Yeah. Like there's a layer of distance yeah. between you, the barber, and your personal space. You should also, by the way... Let your barber know that after <laughs> the Trojans' dominating win on Saturday night over San Jose State, time for the Nevada Wolfpack to come into the Coliseum on Saturday, especially if you get your haircut before this, this Saturday. This is true. Keep listening all day for your chance to win family four-packs to USC and Nevada from 710 ESPN. Make sure she knows this. Nevada, not exactly a good football team. No. Hawaii, not exactly. Not Hawaii. Who did they play last week? San Jose State. San Jose State, excuse me. They Hawaii cool. was on. They played Vanderbilt. My bad. They have a good quarterback. The, this, San Jose State does? Yeah, they didn't San, look bad. I mean, San that was Jose, not a bad football team at San all. San Jose State's quarterback actually is good. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I promise you guys I'd talk about the Trojans and my thoughts. I even brought my hat from last year at the Cotton Bowl. A game they did not win. No, He's Andy Kamenetsky. I'm Clinton Yates. This is Sedano and Cap on ESPN 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, there we go. I was going to finish it. I wasn't really sure what it was, how that was going to go. So, anyway. I'm Clinton Yates. He's Andy Kamenetsky. You're listening to Zidano and Cap on ESPN 710. We were talking about the Trojans on the other side. They beat San Jose State. I wouldn't say they beat them down. I would say they controlled the game and pulled away authoritatively at the end. Mm -hmm. There was some time there in the early through the late second half where you thought, oh, here we go again with this goofball defense stuff. You guys are playing inverted cover twos with 19-year-olds for reasons I will never understand. But they gave up a touchdown. It was moderately close at halftime. But obviously, what everybody was looking for was the performance of Caleb Williams. Decent chance he's a two-time Heisman winner if he manages to have the same season. But there's something about him that I want to discuss with you that I don't know if it's due to what I'm seeing, what the competition is, or something else that might be happening, which is that the possibility that he's not at actual full speed. Because when I watch Caleb play, I see a guy who is a leader. I see a guy who is a good athlete. I see a guy who knows football, but I don't see the dude who just pops off the page as sort of the obvious NFL player that I think a lot of other people have pointed out. And I'm not saying that I can't be wrong. And I certainly don't think that he's some sort of a bum by no means. The brother's from DC. He was the best player in the country when he was a sophomore in high school, bro. This dude can play. And I've been seeing him play since long before he ever stepped on USC's campus. But it feels like to me ever since it, really became clear that he was going to win the Heisman last year and sort of those last six weeks of the season, it almost feels like he only has to play in third gear in order to actually perform at the level necessary for USC to win football games. Okay, let me help you try to deconstruct this to see if we can get down to what it is that you're not feeling about it. Okay. When you watch Caleb Williams play, what is it that you're not seeing that you're looking for? (sighs) That's a good question. I think it is as much about... It doesn't seem like the competition is as good as anything he's going to face at the next level. Do you see what I'm saying? And so between last year and this year, you know, last year, this team had a real reality check playing against Utah. They got beat twice by a very tough team, went on to lose a bowl game. I don't know that I thought I was expecting him to grow any more inches or anything like that. It's just it still sort of feels like he is very much, and this is an age thing as well. Don't get me wrong. There's a development that needs to happen, but he still sort of feels like he's very much a college football player as opposed to, and maybe this is unfair, but as opposed to a guy who I can easily say, man, if I were a pro football team, I'd be tanking for that dude right now. Okay, who is an example of a recent college quarterback that you're thinking, I would tank for that guy? That's a good question. that guy... That guy popped off the page in a way that felt like NFL ready. This is going to sound a little disingenuous, and it might be, but 
it, because it's sort of an after-the-fact thing. But if you ever saw Josh Allen play, you knew, you're like, oh, okay, this dude ha- running over people, right. making plays that were not just because other guys were bums, but I was in defensive players were bums, but because he was that good. Um, dang, I'm trying to think of who some of the top guys. There were people like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes was a little bit like this simply because sure. the arm talent was too much to ignore. The guy throws cannons. He's a baseball player. Right. That's the kind of cannon he has. I'm not saying that Caleb Williams doesn't have all those skills. It just feels like he doesn't actually have to try that hard to be that good. And I'm wondering what you're looking at as a scout, as a coach, to say this will definitively level up once the skill of the defense levels up by a factor of 5 to 10. Well, I maybe it's a matter of you just said it looks like he doesn't have to try that hard. They're thinking, okay, picture this guy when he's actually trying. Yeah, like yeah. if you feel like if you feel like the baseline of skill is there, right, or even there and then some, but you feel like he's good enough to, in a lot of ways, coast on natural gifts, right, and just like being, he is a high end athlete. Absolutely, I mean, like he is. Even by this standard, he's an elite athlete. Definitely. If he can get by a lot on the athleticism, where the athleticism just puts him in a place where he's better than everyone else, where he doesn't necessarily have to, I don't know, unpack the entire box of things you'd look for from right. a quarterback, but you feel like he has them, or you feel like he's got the baseline for those, and those can be improved because he's just such a great athlete, and he's coachable, he listens, all this other stuff – he'll be able to develop the things that maybe he doesn't have to rely on right now because he's just that much better than everyone I else. don't disagree, but part of what the Lincoln-Riley experience is is the quarterback whisperer, yada, yada, but a lot of these guys have not turned out to be much in the pros, and this is what my concern is here, is that a year playing random Pac-12 schools for his actual development as a football player does not serve him much, and if he turns out he's still a little tweaked in terms of hurt and so therefore he doesn't need to or want to go because it's just not worth it for him, I kind of feel for the kid in a certain kind of way like the Heisman run if he gets two that'll all be great but if there's a little thing where everybody's sort of thinking all right bro like you're out of here and you should be out of here you should probably be under NFL tutelage at this point as opposed to running it up against San Jose State or God knows who what I I, I wonder how that's going to affect potentially the USC season as far as their results are concerned okay I'm looking right now at some of the quarterbacks that were developed in college under Lincoln Riley. Now, this is, let me just say quickly before you say this. This is part of a whole other theory I have, which is that oftentimes too many guys are looked at as having to be the best as soon as they walk in. So, like, there is an in-between here that I'm definitely trying to address. But, like, when you look at, say, the struggles – I mean, Baker Mayfield, there were a lot of people who wondered if he was actually going to be able to translate at right. the NFL level. But, like, Kyler Murray, for example – and I, you know, I'm an, I'm an he was always too small. Right. I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. So okay. I've, been, I've been watching Murray a lot. I was excited about him. Yeah. I think he has regressed. I would agree with that. Now, there's a question of how much of that regression is due to injuries he's dealt with. And also, he is part of a very, very badly run organization. Correct. I don't think he's had a great coach no. for a lot of his time with Kingsbury. Maybe things turn around with Gannon. But, like, Kyler Murray has definitely regressed, and that is considered one of the like crown jewels of the Lincoln Riley quarterback development resume. And look how that's turned out in the NFL. Now the flip side is somebody like Jalen Hurts. Okay, Jalen Hurts has gotten better. He has, I think, as he's gone along in the NFL. I think this is where my main concern is, is because I've said this for many years, many years on television, anywhere who are listening. Quarterback's the worst coach position in the league. 
And it's because too often NFL coaches look at guys and say either you can do it or you can't. The idea of developing a guy like a Pat Mahomes kind of situation, you sit behind somebody like an Alex Smith, you maybe start some games late, you maybe get into a lot of games in garbage time when it's your chance, you actually know. That doesn't happen that often anymore. Coaches don't get long enough to do that, and players don't get long enough to do that. I really hope that doesn't happen to Caleb is what my point is. He is so athletically gifted that if one of these idiot franchises like the Cardinals – no, no offense. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I've, I've been Get, dealing with this since yeah. back there in St. Louis. But There's you know what nothing I'm saying? you can say. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he gets involved with one of these jabroni teams, that they're going to ruin him because they don't know what to do outside of just say, well, if you've got two Heismans, you should figure it out, or maybe we can just figure out, you, you can do whatever you want. Now, it is truly fascinating, though, the idea of the Cardinals look right now like they are just naked. What are they doing? They Well, as How does somebody, that happen? As somebody, again, who has been a Cardinals fan for a long time, you never quite know, is this tanking? Is this ineptitude? Is, sure. the, is this making it up as they go? But if they are a team that, if nothing else, could be in a position to get Caleb Williams number one overall, whether it's by design or oh. by incompetence, what do you do then? Because you got Kyler Murray under a long-term expense. What's his contract. deal at right now? He's, I mean, he's got to be in year, what, three of a five-year Six-year deal? I'm not even sure it's that. I'm looking up. Is it not that much of it? Okay, because because there was an extent. Remember, there was an there was an extension on the rookie deal, right? And he's making a crap ton of money. Yes, to use a polite term for quite a while. And he see the thing about Kyler that's different, and that I believe is categorically different about Caleb is that Caleb seems interested in playing football. You know what I'm saying? Kyler quite obviously said, "Well, baseball is an option." He didn't end up playing that, which I wish he did. That's a whole other story. But he also kind of. It was clear that he was kind of checked out about what his own development was at, at a certain point, which is a personal decision on his part. I get it. You don't have to care about football, but you just have to be good at you it. You just kind of have to be good at it. And sometimes if you don't care, you can't be good at it. That's something that happens on the higher levels. But I really hope that Caleb becomes the kind of guy who not only is winning games for USC, but is developing as an actual football player. Because I don't know how well that can happen in the Pac 12 as okay. currently constituted. Kyler Murray's extension. <laughs> Doesn't even begin wow. until 2024. Wow. Okay. It's a five-year, $230 million extension. Begins in 2024. Now, you know, it's the NFL. It's funny money. Sure. Like, you could cut him tomorrow and take a dead cap hit or whatever it is. Well, it's a, I mean, that's a big one, but yeah. That is like morgue dead. They got <laughs> like, <laughs> they got to keep him if to, to, to have any semblance of fluidity. The, I mean, the cap hits, oh my Lord. In tw- like 2024, for example. Okay. Cap hit. From what I'm reading right now, Sporting News, almost $52 million. That's a lot yes. for a non-player. Yes. That's a lot for a one-player period. Yes. Especially if they're not playing football, that doesn't work. Anyway, my point was, it was just that Caleb is a guy who has all the physical tools, clearly. Clearly the interest in playing football. But it just doesn't Ooh. seem that the competition is up to snuff for him to get better and make decisions. And last year, granted, early in his career, as soon as they ran into a team that was pretty tough, it was hard for them to beat them. Well, they might have to hang on to him, by the way. I'm, I'm continuing to scroll yes. down this, this <laughs> uh, sporting news article. You probably can't move him in 2024, even if you end up with Kayla Williams, because the dead cap amount in 2024, almost $82 million. Wow. Yeah, no, you got to wait till 2025 right. when it's a mere $33 million in dead cap. That's an absolute no-go. Wow. Anyway, I'm, I'm really rooting for Caleb. I just it's, it's this weird thing that when I watch him, I'm like, man, this guy doesn't have to do much. These guys are bums. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I really hope that his development can move on. Speaking of Cliff Kingsbury, by the way, did you watch the Johnny Manziel Untold? No. Yo. 
It's really good. Did have, Lada, have you seen it? Yeah, but did you watch this? Lindsay, did you watch this? Of course. I mean, I, I think well, Andy's the only person who hasn't well, seen I have it. Well, to be fair, I only watched it two days ago. Like, it wasn't high on oh. my priority list. I just happened to tune in on it. And what the reason I thought of it is because the other night, and this is not a reason for name dropping, but this actually happened. I was at a restaurant. Um, it's in Beverly. What is it called? It's called. I can't remember the name. It's one of, the, one of these places that, like, as soon as I pointed out to somebody who actually does this, they were like, oh, you weren't there? What were you doing there? I was like, I, I randomly know somebody whose wife knows the owner, so I happen to be there. One of these spots so where fancy. actually celebrities hang out. Like, okay. all sorts of NBA players happen to be there. But you know who was there? Johnny Menzel was there. And I remember we were sort of looking around, because once we realized what was going on, like an NBA party, I was like, oh, I wonder who's here. Um, Cal Kuzma was there. I could start naming the names that I won't do. I'll do that later. I'll do that off air. Okay. And by off air, I mean next segment. I mean, people um, were assuming Kuzma was there. Kuzma was there. Jordan Poole was there. A bunch of random NBA guys who I probably couldn't name, but you probably could, were there. KD walked in at one point. Mario of You oh, Could wow. Let Me Mario of You Could Let Me Love You fame was there. You know how I knew it was him? He had a big silver chain on that said M on it. And then <laughs> scanning all of these human beings, I saw a guy and I was like, that guy kind of looks like a fat Johnny Manziel. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. That's definitely him. That's and I don't mean that. I, I mean, I'm being sort of flippant about that, but I just meant like a post-playing days Johnny Manziel. And what I also realized after watching the documentary is that, wow, that was a really nice moment to see him in. Because in the doc, what you learn is that, and from guys like Cliff Kingsbury, this guy didn't like playing football. It just, I mean, for a guy nicknamed Johnny Football, he just didn't like it. And when his life spiraled out of control, it was very difficult for him to not try to publicly fail in people's faces so he didn't have to play football. It's very interesting. When I went to USC, my freshman year, I took a sculpture class. For a little while, I was a fine arts minor, but then okay. I just got too far behind. I had to drop my minor. But Todd Marinovich was in my sculpture class. How about that? And... Like the, I remember the first day of class, like they're calling roll, Todd Marinovich, like the entire room, and this is like these are art students, right? Like, <laughs> these are not these people <laughs> do not care about football. Everybody's head turns around, and you can wow. see Marinovich is like, mm -mm. yeah. And I ended up at a table with him, and pretty much wherever oh, this you is sat, this is a ghost situation. Well, right wherever here. you sat the first day was your table made for the rest right. of the semester, right? So I ended up at Marinovich's table. He missed a lot of the classes, but. When he did go, A, his art was incredible. I okay. mean, like, he really was a great artist. But B, I got the sense, and that later got confirmed by things that he said long, long after SC and all the problems that he's had. Like, he was great at football. Like, he was a gifted football player, gifted athlete. Maybe under different circumstances, different father, different upbringing, he mm -hmm. could have found a way to love it. Right. But it's like the way he's brought into it, forget the idea of not loving it. I think it would have been hard not to hate it. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And the only reason I brought that up is because the through line there was Cliff Kingsbury with your boy, Kyler Murray. And I realized after watching the documentary, which again goes through what his life is, it's not a long, it's like nine, it's 90 clean minutes, as I would say. You're right. not, it's not taking you all over the shop. You know what I mean? You learn pretty much what his life was like from high school to now. And that's not a ton because, hello, he flamed out pretty quickly. I thought to myself, that must have been a nice moment for Johnny. He can just go to a restaurant and there are other people there. He's not getting hounded. He was just with friends. It wasn't like he was in the super secret celebrity corner. He was just on the thing across the way. I felt pretty good for him. So anyway, that was my Johnny Menzel story. He looked good. He looked happy. He looked healthy. But that's what happens when you get away from Cliff Kingsbury. Just say. Coming up, Radio Tinder. It's going to be a fun one. He's AK. I'm the Big CY. This is the Donovan Cap on ESPN 710. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks, Christopher. There it is. Prison Break. Break. This is a good show. What was that guy's name? Who was in that? Oh, I forget his name. uh, Early, early member of the Handsome Man community. Oh, yeah. Like, to the point where that show had no business being on air outside of that guy's chest being out every other minute on the show. He was definitely the best looking guy in the prison. (laughs) Not even close. I feel like it jumped the shark, though, after, like, the the first season. I mean, I I just remember, though, like, I I didn't even see it through the end, but that pilot episode where you realize he's going in and he's got the entire prison yes. mapped on himself. It's like, what? It's like this he is had the entire prison. Peak 2000s ridiculous. Wentworth prison, Miller? Yes, that's him. Oh, he's yeah. hot. Yes. He had a prison map tattooed on his entire body. That's ingenious. <laughs> that's, I mean, you know, right. It was a great to premise. Get his brother out. Great premise, ridiculous show. Yeah. What do we got? All right, guys, so... American sprinter Noah Lyles won the 200-meter event at the World Athletics Championships in Hungary on Friday. Shout out Hungary. Uh, But it wasn't (laughs) Lyles' performance on the track that made the most headlines. Following his victory, he weighed in on the State of American Sports Championships. Here's what he said. You know, the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? The United States? Don't get me wrong. I I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost we the every <laughs> country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> Do you agree with Noah Lyles? Swipe left or swipe right? Andy. Which is agree? I always forget. Agree yeah, is, I forget every yes, time you agree would be swipe right. I'm swiping left. First of all, this sounded like bad stand-up. Yes. Like, I, I kept waiting for him yes. to go, am I right? <laughs> Holy popping of the peas, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just flew in from Denver. <laughs> my arms are killing me. Um, I'm swiping left on this. This is staggeringly idiotic. Yeah. Like, if I'm his coach, I'm like, hey, bro, <laughs> do not talk on microphones about other leagues or anything else other than you running track. It is very simple why NBA teams are world champions, because the best players on the planet play in the lick. This is not hard to understand, and moreover, the NBA is arguably the most international league in the United States of America, period. That is a calling card of what their success is. The best players on the planet play in the league at the highest level. This is obvious. This isn't even hard yeah. to understand. Again, it felt like bad stand Oh, I mean, exposing himself as a bird brain is what I would qualify this as. And I was kind of embarrassed just looking at it. Can you imagine being in that presser? Uh, the courtesy laughs on that? Oh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> the courtesy Off the laugh. charts awkward, Clint. <laughs> is this thing on? Goodness, right. You know? I, I like your use of the word bird brain, by the way. <laughs> Thank but, you. Well, bird so brain so in a That's an old school one. <laughs> yeah. I, I was surprised to see that there are actual some athletes defending him. Like Evan for- for- Fournier is one of them. Um, there was a couple That's NFL French. players too, but again, it's like 
the MVPs of the NBA the last four seasons were not American players. Yeah. So Giannis, Kumpo, local guy, right. sure, no. We, sure, like, yeah, yeah, they compete in the Olympics. And then I think it was somebody else, I, I forget who it was, but he said if you compete in the Olympics, then you can call yourself a world champion if you win a gold medal. But other than that, no, you shouldn't be calling well, yourself a, a they world champion. Do. And B, they often tell you something. If Evan Fournier had a ring, he would not be saying this. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's like the leagues can't even come anywhere close to all the best players. Yeah, go ahead. Let's just say like if the Denver Nuggets played like Real Madrid from Spain, right? Their best, you know, the best, second best uh, team in the world or whatever. Denver Nuggets will beat them by twenty. The two best players on the Denver Nuggets are not American. Right. (laughs) One's Canadian. One's Serbian. Sorry. Question answered. Asked and answered, buddy. Moving right along. All right, so Ohio State has two quarterbacks who could start on pretty much any other team in the country. And Buckeyes head coach Ryan Day had a difficult time deciding if Kyle McCord or Devin Brown would be the starting quarterback for the season opener against Indiana. And Day ultimately landed on McCord, but he also said that just because Brown is the backup doesn't mean that he won't play. So, you know, they say if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think that a two-quarterback system could work for Ohio State? Swipe left or swipe right? Clinton. I'll swipe left on that, um, mainly just because nobody – here's the problem with the two-quarterbacks, no-quarterbacks thing. It's not even about skill level. It's about experience in playing football. You know what I'm saying? Like, if guys are too young to be able to handle that without the proper reps to become the leader you need to be, it just doesn't work from a leadership standpoint to me. It's stupid on a lot of levels. You lack – I'm I'm swiping left as well. You lack continuity there. It's tougher for the other guys around the quarterback. I also feel like if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks – that that's more like if you have two quarterbacks that are about the same level, but you don't feel confident with either one of them. If you actually feel confident with both, that that's a good problem. Yeah, that's that's not an issue. But I don't feel like that's the case. Like I, I don't know. I maybe put it up to a coin flip. I read this wild story about this new thing that kids are doing at school now. They call themselves call themselves coin boys, where every decision you make during the day is comes down to a coin flip. And like <laughs> if all of your friends are doing it, it's like a whole thing. Like I was like, I would be that kid in fifth grade. So they're an, they're all like a bunch of Anton Chigares. A little bit, you know, no but like coin boys is like a thing, you know, it's like flip a coin. Oh, coin decides, you know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty funny. Call it friendo. I, I like I'm gonna it. try that for one day. Right. It, it's a good bit. Yeah. All right, so last one here. A 68-year-old man in Thailand recently experienced many of our worst nightmares, and he was, like, thinking pretty quick on his feet to save himself. So this guy woke up from a nap due to a sharp pain around his ankle, only to find a huge python wrapped from his foot to his knee with its teeth in his flesh. So he cried out for help. There was no one there to save him. He tried to, like, wrestle the the snake free. That didn't work out either. So the snake then only started to squeeze tighter. So you know what he did? He bit the snake back. Oh. The bite caused the snake to loosen its grip, and he was able to finally reach down and grab the snake by the head, get him off, get him out of there, call the cops and file a report, because I guess that's what you do when a snake attacks you. So would you guys ever even think to bite a snake that was biting you? Swipe left or swipe right. Andy. <laughs> I think actually if you're at that point of desperation where you're just trying to free yourself from the snake, yeah, I mean, you're trying everything. You're like hitting the snake, you're kicking it. At some point, you actually do bite. Yeah, I think survivalist tendencies take over at that point. Yeah, I actually think I would think to bite the python. The only reason I would swipe left on this is because I feel like also if I were to be biting a snake, it would get me closer to getting my face bitten, which yeah. is not something that I want in that situation. Where did you say this happened again? Thailand. Oof. I mean, I, just, I also like that story was a little, little 
elaborate. Like, I feel like, really, this all happened and nobody was there and you wouldn't told the cops that you had some random heroic Steve Austin moment where you bit a snake off of you? I mean, crazier things have happened. And you know, like, I don't know, I feel like... I see stuff all the time in other countries, especially Australia, that's like way up there with these like sure. uh, critter incidents where people are like, like going to the bathroom and they sit down and there's like a snake coming up through the toilet or oh, through yeah. their ceiling and stuff like that. So like, I don't, I don't know. I just think that the fact that he bit it, I never in a million years would think to bite a snake. I've been bitten by a snake. Have you? Yeah. Summer camp. Like I, it was, I was going to say, what was her name? But yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <Hey-o. laughs> um, the camp is in like the middle of Missouri. Delayed response. <laughs> the camp is in the middle of Missouri. They're uh, near the Lake of the Ozarks. There's okay. rivers around there. And when I was young, I would try to catch water snakes. And I caught one, and the snake took exception and bit me. What did you use to catch a water snake? My hands. Oh, so you were just <laughs> raw dogging it. Right. Straight up hands. Wow. Yeah. Bare hands. <laughs> Never done that. Uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm not sure that I'm buying all of that story like i'm sure that he tasseled tussled with a snake in his home i'm sure that it was scary but if there were no witnesses and that's all i mean like what do you tell somebody if 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 i fought a snake off and i was the person that was inclined to exaggerate this is the perfect situation to make up some random heroic lie you are defining the age we live in now, which is pictures or it doesn't count. Yeah, there's an element of that for me here, Funchy. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I don't necessarily know how much I believe that this man bit another snake. I got to see teeth marks you needed, in you scales. Using, like one yeah. hand to try to get the snake off, the other hand is You're not camera. streaming live on the ESPN Los Angeles app biting this snake. Smash I don't the subscriber button, people. Ha- <laughs> but what I don't get to is like, but I wouldn't think to bite the snake because I wouldn't think it would do anything. Like snakes have some thick scales. They right? are biters themselves. Yeah. Right. You got to come up with something like a little how, bit better. You have vampire teeth that you're gonna like sink your teeth into it. You gotta, oh. you gotta use the canines. I just, I just don't. I don't know. You're right. I feel like I would never think to do that, and I don't see how it would work. Like I'm trying to picture it happening. I don't get it either. I got to tell you though, snake coming up through toilet. Number two on the top nightmare list of my life. <laughs> Number two behind falling crane in a major city donking me off. That's the number one seed, not going anywhere. It happened last month in New York. Nobody died, thankfully, but that's the number one. Snake in toilet, perhaps number two. That would freak me out on a level where I would probably have to move There are like, an, immediately. There are an awful lot of videos with the snake in the toilet. Have you seen- It happens a lot. Have I, you seen I know. The, the vir- there was a viral clip I saw where my daughter showed me this. Mm-hmm. This roof collapsed- because there was a snake inside, like basically in between the ceiling and the roof, like the the space in between. The space between. And it, this snake looked like it was legitimately 500 pounds. Y'all crooked lies. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I had to get that second line out. Go on. It was terrifying. Like <laughs> the, this snake collapses through the ceiling. It looked seriously like something out of. Like a horror movie, yeah. <laughs> like the ones that you see where they have swallowed an entire human being. Yo, those and are you weird. Can see it. You can <laughs> see like the outline of some kid. Yeah, yeah. Snake yeah. looks like it swallowed the snake that swallowed the human. <laughs> oh, hey guys, man. I did a quick Google search on snake in a toilet, and it seems like the most common place it happens in Texas or Arizona. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Desert areas someone, type of situations. I know someone happened to in Texas, and I was like, I would move out of that house real immediately. Quick. Yeah, Burn I know. Never go back. Oh. Ever. Oh. Never. <laughs> I'm freaking out just thinking about it. 
Snakes. I mean, can you imagine? Like what? Ugh. I'm tired of these mother bleeping right, snakes exactly. and my these- mother bleeping <laughs> toilet. <laughs> my mother bleeping pipes. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, thank you very much for Radio 2. You're welcome. Oh, Clinton's upset. <laughs> I-, I know. Clinton's very upset. I believe you have something to tell us. Well, first of all, I got to let you know that Radio Tinder is presented by Tequila Mandala. It's always swiping right on Tequila Mandala. You should because it's great, award-winning, small-batch premium-sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available wherever fine tequilas are sold, and it is fine tequila. I've had all of the mandalas. They're so good. Or just visit tequilamandala.com, up your game, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, when we get back, we got to talk about what's going on next Friday at Black Gold. We got to set a game plan, Linz, because I need to know everything about what's going on, and we're going to figure it out because I'm going to be there. I got to make some decisions on how I'm going to tackle this, and I know you're good at planning these things around remotes, so I'm going to consult you on that. He's AK. I'm the Big CY. This is the Donald Cap on ESPN 710. You want to go to the Coliseum on Saturday afternoon and watch the Trojans battle Nevada Caller 7? Right now, am I correct? Right now, caller 7, 877-710-ESPN wins a family four-pack to see Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, and the USC Trojans this weekend against Nevada. That should be a win. Call now to win from 710-ESPN. Sedano and Cap, AK and the Big CY. Tank Top Tuesday is officially over as I am getting cold, so I have a sweatshirt on right now. Always cold in here. It's always cold in here. It's a crapshoot just trying to figure out how to dress for these shows because it's boiling outside. Ice cold on the inside. Yes, it is. It's a balance. But this is how we live our lives, within balance. This is a good song. A little groove getting on. Okay, so next Friday, Black Gold, big ESPN LA situation. Everybody's there all day. Now, it's a golf function, right? Many of you who know me, many of you who know me know that I do not play golf. <laughs> this is not something that I do. I do not own clubs. I do not spend time on courses. However, I do like golf in the context of it's a pretty cool sport to watch to some degree. I'll tune into majors. A lot of my boys obviously golf. And I do think that the act of swinging a club and hitting the ball off the tee to various things is fun. You can catch me getting, you know, getting drunk at your local Top Golf every once in a while. This is a thing that I do while I'm whacking, I don't know, various clubs, you know what I'm saying, into the nets. This is a thing that I like to do. Almost so to the point that I almost went to Top Golf yesterday. I didn't because I got sidetracked at a bar in El Segundo. That's another story. But I'll tell that later. But I'm very excited for this golf function. The problem is I want to be able to participate in the golf in some way. And I've been told that the driving range might be available for thus for those of us who show up. Now, I don't really know the rules of Black Gold. I don't really know anything about how this works. I don't know if I can just show up and say, hey, I'm television's Clinton Yates. You want to let me swing these clubs all over the place and potentially break somebody's stuff. I don't have my own clubs. If you go to a driving range that's not top golf without your own clubs, can you say, hey, give me three? No. I mean, no. This not, is not an option. Not unless you are, I guess, super, super, super important. No, right, which is not what I'm trying to play here. I'm no, just no, asking no, in terms no, of the function. I'm, I'm trying to – I'm saying golf courses do not, to the best of my knowledge, keep spares on hand. <laughs> for idiots like me to right, show up. for okay. people just to play at the range. It is generally assumed, like, if you are a member of Black Gold, okay. you've invested in clubs. Okay, so I've got to find a way to acquire, like, an iron or two and maybe a driver, perhaps, Lindsay. So what I've, do you think? 
I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like as somebody who's worked on a lot at a lot of golf courses. This is why I was brought brought you into this conversation. I think that you will not have a problem um, getting some irons from the pro shop because I feel like they have some. They have have, uh, test bottles for people who want to try them out on the range. They're thinking about buying them because they sell golf clubs there. Right. And also people who are getting lessons, and and, you know, just in case people like forget or whatever. So I think you'll be all right. Okay. Why, yes, I am in thinking of investing in this new set of clubs. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I don't want to lie, and I certainly don't want to buy clubs because there's no – I feel like even if I did golf regularly, the most I would buy is a driver, a wedge, and a putter and just be like, I'm carrying these in my bag like Casey Jones and Ninja Turtles. I don't need – a whole These are the only thing. three clubs I need. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be any good anyway. I'm just swinging it around for a you know a long walk, spoiled as they try to say. But do you think, Linz, it is worth my while to try to finagle some sort of a lesson out of this? Yeah, for as sure. a way to potentially get better. And how do you think I should go about that? Well, you know, it's funny you ask because. You know, Morales is at Black Gold on, quote-unquote, on vacation all week, right? I heard. Like, he, yesterday, I had to call him about something, and he was, like, sleeping in a broom closet taking a nap. Because that's, like, literally the bit. You he's know? living there now. He, he's living there okay. all week. Um, and I do have to go out there at some point this week to get some social content. And I feel like... We talked to Morales. I feel like that's a great opportunity to get a little lesson in for you. So your boy can learn yeah. a couple of things on the links. Yeah. You don't like this idea, Laura? No, 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 because he posted that he's like, I'll be living here for X amount of days, right? The bit, whatever. He's like, whoever wants to come down, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, bro, I've never golfed. I've never blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be there at Black Gold September uh, with everybody else. I'm like, I'm down. You know what I heard from Morales? Crickets. Yeah. Well, I mean, respectfully, I wasn't even thinking about this in the context of Morales and what he's doing. I was genuinely trying to figure out, like, would that be an available fun thing to do? I because, think so. Okay, so they're doing the show from what? The 10th hole in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Travis and Sleep are going to yep. do the show there. And then they're doing another show from the 10th hole. And then this show is going to be from the 19th hole. Mm-hmm. I figure if I get there somewhere between noon and 2, there's plenty of time to just hit balls or take a lesson or ask somebody to show me a thing or two, but also don't want to be wasting somebody's time who actually is a golf pro that has people that are genuinely trying to I mean, learn. Look, if you're paying for a lesson, by definition, you're not wasting Well, for this is the rub. Is well, I'm not looking to pay okay, for I that lesson. I think, Clinton, since they're <laughs> great partners of ours, I don't think that you'd have any issues getting okay. in for a lesson. However, I would say the day of might be kind of tricky just because there's going to be a, a lot, lot going, going on. on. That's yeah. a fair point. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm thinking about this, though, because I like the idea of being golf adjacent. I don't need to be out there walking around Mm -hmm. a course for 18 holes, sweating my knees off and carrying a big old bag. But golf ready. Golf ready. Like I can I can I just need to be able to hold my own at top golf. How good of a golfer are you? Not great. Not great. No. Is your brother any good? My brother is good. He grew up playing, though. I didn't start playing till I was like 27 or 28. Okay. And I'm totally self-taught, right. which is not a great idea. <laughs> there was a period where I was getting into it. I was playing a decent amount. I got up to passable, I okay. think, at that point. I was passable, nothing great, nothing awful. I have now played, I would say, maybe twice in the last... 10 to 15 years. Oh, wow. wow. So that's not a lot at all. No, mm-hmm. no. I'm, I am not good at this point. Like, we did a station event, I don't know, maybe 2018 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I played in that. That was the first time I think I had played 
since probably 2010 or wow. earlier. Okay. That is the only time I've played 18 holes, I think, maybe this century. Okay. All right. Or, or at least this century. Like, no, no. I, I, I know. I mean, like, dang. To clarify. It's only 23 years old. Yeah. No, I played in the I, I take it back. I have played in the early 2000s. In the late 1900s. No, I, <laughs> I've played in the early 2000s. Okay. I don't think I have played more than like three full rounds since probably about 2010. Full rounds are a lot for me. I just don't feel like I have that kind of time well, here's to do one the, thing that I'm not even good at. That's that's what I was going to say with mini golf, golf. Mini golf is fun. <laughs> if you are like I was passable, mm-hmm. 18 holes can be fun even if you're not good. Sure. If you're not good, 18 holes can feel long. Yeah. Especially right now when it's hot. The top golf near my place used to be a nine holer. And I always said I could do I could learn how to golf on a nine holer because you're never really getting that far away from anything. It's not like all extendo clip out to God right. knows where in the woods, which I don't like, you know. Okay, so I'm not a golfer. I've done mini golf and that's as much as I've done. And I get really competitive in that. So that's where I'm a little scared because yeah, I suck and then I'm gonna be mad. I wanted to try top golf, but I hear people just go and get drunk. Like that's, it's not yeah. like a yes. legit thing. Yes. Regular no, 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 golf. That's like no, no, no. regular golf too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I've never been to like a regular golf Excellent course point, like that. You, you know, yeah. like the mo. The what was it? I went to. Uh, my boyfriend's grandpa, he has like a little like putt, what is it called? Like a, putt, a green. Like a green thing. Or yeah, whatever. like in his backyard lo- or whatever. Yes, That's pretty he, cool. He loves golfing. Like he's a golf guy. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. So I'm like hitting it. He's like, oh, you have good form. And he's like trying to teach me. I was like, oh, no, no, no. We're not getting Right, we're not, like, we're not doing all that. This is the way I would describe Top Golf. And I, and I don't mean this as shade in any way. I was just there a couple Top Golf m- is awesome, by the way. I was there, I was there a couple months yeah. ago with the guys from Spectrum Sportsnet. Sure. Shout out for them bringing all of us there. It's like the karaoke version of golf. That's fine. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a okay. great way to put it, because so what it has is it's got bar. It's got like a bank of. It's just like a regular driving range, but it's got a bank of things with televisions. Okay. It's got like big food. screens, food, so you can order mm. stuff, and you can also play little mini games yes. with your friends. That's the cool part about Top Golf is that the natural setup is one that is digitized so that you don't have to be like counting and doing oh, all this other experience. crap. Yeah, and, you don't, really and you don't have to know how to golf because there are games that you can play where it's like they, they try and give you like a general area or a flag to that hit you can it. try and okay. hit and yeah. stuff like that. And also, I mean, I feel like it's kind of similar to like um, batting cages at Correct. like a fun a fun park or whatever okay. that has exactly like go-karts like. and stuff yes. like okay, that. That's, cool. that's exactly what it's like. And so I enjoy that level of engagement with golf, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to go to black gold and do something basically other than hang around and drink the entire time oh i'm not but i would also <laughs> I, I, that's what i'll be doing i would like, love, hey. that's what i'll be doing what i normally do when i when i've gone with my friends i had a good buddy in high school who was a pretty serious golfer i would go with him with the course and i would just drive the cart and drink that's all i would do you know what i'm saying and he'd be like oh you know whatever what, how far do you think I'm like, i don't know bro i have no idea how far any of this stuff is i'm out here looking at the landscaping <laughs> right i'm out here looking at the landscaping and i'm down in these brewskis i enjoy the groundskeeping part of golf a lot as well that's a big draw for me because i know uh pacific palms resort out in like the 626 area because i live out there they have like where you can hit the golf too right like on the on the thing because they have a golf course there and i've wanted to go there to do that the driving range you're saying it i guess that's what it's called yeah, yeah. a double decker driving range that's Correct. what you mean yeah. Yeah. and then i was like bro i want to go try that and my friend's like oh if you're not into golf that's not a thing go to top golf no it's no more fun. you know what we should go we're gonna do we have time to find a time to get to top golf before we go 
to Black Gold. We could. Yeah. yeah. We could do that. Yeah. We should probably do yeah. that. Because that's a week is, and a half. Yeah, we got plenty of time. We could do it this I'm weekend. Down, I'm down. All I'm right. Down. That's a good call. Because Top Golf is fun as is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and it's, it's not really it's not just golf. They've got like bars that you can just sit inside at too. Like okay. it's a good place to watch a game. Yeah, that, I love doing that, that part's practice for you, Laura, for what you plan to do on the eighth. <laughs> let's go. In my words, hey. I'm looking go. forward to it though. So Black Gold, you were gonna see me there. I'll see if I can get a lesson out of this bad boy. It should be fun. Coming up. Got to talk about the Halos, man. I don't know what's wrong with this team. All the way down to five, Anaheim. Get it together. I'm Clinton Yates. He's AK. This is the Donovan Capital on ESPN 710.